and welcome to the Hack Your Mindset podcast with me, Jenny Winterleach, the Mindset Hacker. So wherever you are today and whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to this, settle in and enjoy the ride. Hi everyone and welcome to another one of my expert Q&As here in Eden and I'm thrilled this morning to be welcoming Nikki Piper. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. It's great to be here. Thank you. <laughs> and it is a gorgeous, gorgeous morning today. We were just saying it's crisp and cold and dry. <laughs> yes, dry, definitely. Yes, it makes such a change, doesn't it? It certainly does. And I, I, I don't know about you, but I really find that the weather definitely affects me. And, but having a dry day without the wet and the wind and the rain really lifts my spirits. So uh, it was beautiful out this morning. Yes. Yeah. So we've dragged ourselves back into our homes to, yes. <laughs> to do this Q&A rather than being out with our animals out in the sunshine. So, um, <clears throat> Nikki, you're um, an expert in journaling. And I brought you on today, obviously, because we've just released our two journals. And thank you so much for all your help in helping me to work out what to do and how to do it. So they're out there now and available. So I thought it would be absolutely perfect opportunity, especially with the new year coming and people kind of want to start afresh and do new things and get great habits and stuff like that, to find out some more about you. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, I hate using the word, but it is journey. Tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into journaling. Um, how did I get into journaling? Um, I, I kind of fell into it, really. Um, I was going through a particularly rough patch in my life, I think, um, we were somewhere around about 2017. I'd been to my first major personal development event, and that actually just really made an impact on me. Um, uh, so much so, I mean, the, the the saying that I took away from there was actually how you how you do anything is how you do everything. Um, so it was a T. Harvecker event. If anybody's heard of him, and. Uh, it was a fantastic three days and it really blew my mind because it was the first thing like that I'd ever been to. And the Monday morning came and I was lying in bed and I was just really not wanting to get up. So, you know, really, really missing the energy of the three days that I'd had with completely different people, completely different mindset and completely different way of doing things. And I was lying in bed feeling particularly sorry for myself that morning, Monday morning, thinking I really don't want to do this. And it wasn't until, you know, while I was at the event, I didn't actually realise the effect of how you do anything is how you do everything. So it was on that Monday morning, I was lying there thinking, and this little voice seemed to come into my head saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. And I just sat bolt upright and it was like, oh my God, you know, for whatever sake, you know, if I'm lying here doing this, where else is this showing up in my life? Um, so from then on, I, I really started looking at personal development. And then what I discovered from there is that all the successful people that I admired had one thing in common that I could pin on, um, and that was they were journaling. So I thought, okay, let's have a go at this. And you know, it, it didn't come easy, um, but I did, I'd carried on with it. And what I wanted uh, was actually something that would prompt me to write what I wanted to write about and I could not find it so what I decided to do was actually make my own and that's what I did so that's how I came about to create my own my own journals and yeah so it just went from there so from actually being grateful for what's going on in your life um, and also you know all the feelings and you know, the journey that you've been on um, 
you know, and, and picking out the good parts is and it is key really to sort of sort sorting sorting the emotions out because what what you think about comes about so the more that you focus on the bad things the more bad things are going to happen so what i started to do was to journal about you know all, all of them uh yeah i've been i've been made redundant twice uh my husband and i split up at the end of 2013 um and that was emotionally traumatic for me um i you know i didn't have an income my business was about to fold i had a part-time business and that was about to fold as well and you know everything just seemed to be you know end of the world really so i started to try and find um the lessons that i had learned from from that process you know, and the fact that i was you know also you know out of work <laughs> didn't really have anywhere to live and about sixty thousand pounds worth in debt you know, it, it, it was a big it was a big leap of faith um and also what i did from from there is that i i spent quite a lot of time thinking about how i wanted my life to be and you know I'm being reasonably reasonably techy um what i actually did was i i dumped all of my thoughts about what i wanted to do onto basically i, I built a website and didn't publish it it was just an outlet for creativity and a place to dump stuff that I that I wanted to do in a in a format that fitted my mind, um, and then I didn't publish it and it just sat there for three years or so, um, or maybe maybe a little bit less. But it was at the beginning of this year that I rediscovered that website, and when I was reading through it, it was like, oh my god, you know, I this is what I journaled about. This is what I wanted to do. So now I have a, a journaling business and a coaching business. I talk to people about mindset and I help people just um, refocus from you know, all of the negative into positive. Awesome. That's amazing. And I love hearing people's stories where they've overcome major adversity and normally everyone needs some kind of massive shake up and wake up call and all of that before they do something about it. But um it's lovely sometimes when actually people don't need that they they just actually find ways of making things better and and that's kind of where we want to want to help people i suppose isn't it? so tell us so a lot of people talk about journaling but i know it, it's one of those things where actually you can do it in lots of different ways there's lots of different um types of journaling some people think it's it's like just keeping a notebook other people think it has to be really structured other people want it done specifically each day others will do it whenever but tell us what in essence journaling actually is as a concept as a concept it's it's a place to keep track of uh your emotions your thoughts and and your feelings so it's a bit more than a notepad um how how you do it is really up to you uh, you know and uh, as you say there there are so many different ways of, of doing something out there so what might work for somebody doesn't work for somebody else you know and and equally you know, I find for me the best time to do it, you know, is, is first thing in the morning. Um, and actually I do it after I've been out with the dogs. And, you know, that's that's sort of my my time. And then I I journal uh, uh, gratitude mostly. Um, so that that's tends to be my focus. But journaling can be it can just be a release from anything that's on your mind. Really, it can actually help you structure uh, maybe something that you're going through that you, you don't really quite know how and it's if you just start writing then the words come 
Um, so I find a mixture of structured journaling and free flow uh, or freestyle works for me. So the way that I do it in my journals is that I have, you know, four or five sections that I, I kind of really want to do every day. And I find what a, what a lot of journals are missing, the, the pre-done ones, are, the, are the, the, the essence of you and being grateful for yourself and, and thanking yourself for everything that you do. So journaling then becomes a, a, a process to appreciate what you're doing, which then changes the, the chemicals in your, in your, in your brain um, and then puts a whole different spin on, on things rather than, you know, we're all so busy doing 101 different things. Oh, no, I haven't got time for that. But actually, I think if you make time for that at whatever point of time of day that works for you, uh, even just five minute pockets, two or three times a day, it, it really doesn't matter. It's just about taking time out and thinking, OK, you know, what am I grateful for? How am I feeling? What are the things I want to bring in my life? So, you know, so you've got your gratitude, you've got your intentional journaling, you've got a whole raft of different ways of, of, of being able to journal. And I think it's just finding a way that you are comfortable with that that sits with you that you can do. So the, the last thing you actually want to be feeling is when you when you're journaling is a, it's just something else to do it. You know, I've got to do this. Um, it's more of a, you know, I'm grateful that I get the time to do this so that I, I can be me on these pages. Um, and intentional journaling, you know, it, is what I did with the with that website brain dump that I did. You know, is it, thinking about all of the things I want to bring in my life and how I want to be. Um, you know, and the circles that I move in. But I had no idea when I did that how. So it's yeah. and people this is a, a very common question I get asked, you know, it is what is what is journaling? How do I do it? Well, actually it's however you want to do it. Um and it's finding a way that works for you. So I mean you've got bullet journaling, you've got free flow, you've got a hundred and one different structures. Um and it also depends on what it is that you that you feel stuck with, really. Yep. Um, I mean, cool. I've gone gone through different phases of how I journal, um, and then I, I tend to come back to to the core around you know how am I feeling, what am I grateful for about me, and I you know setting in my intention for the day as well, and also I do a you know a two or three minute exercise before I go to bed. Um, about you know what am I most proud of today you know what have been my main achievements what can I let go of you know that, that bugged me and you know and, and what are my happy moments um, and I think that's also a really important thing that you you end the day on it's just a bit of reflection awesome okay so that's great so um, <clears throat> that's kind of a little bit about the how and a little bit about the when um, and again, like with anything, it's, it's always about finding the way that works for you. Mm. So what is it that means that journaling works then? Um, you know, how, how does, why does journaling benefit people? And why is it that so many really successful people, this is one of their key elements of performance? Yeah, I think it's just about take, taking the time to work out and address the mixture of feelings, you know, especially if you're going through changes or you're setting up a business or yeah, I mean, you, you've got a big event coming up or, or something like that. It's just actually working out and parking all that stuff that's going on in your brain, 
parking it in in somewhere where you think well actually I've, I've got rid of that and also if you're if your future uh, intending and journaling you know it, it it's seeing past that thing that's coming up in your life and you know you think well actually you know I've got this big presentation coming up and you know I'm expecting 150 people and you know it's you know it's it's how I want to feel while I'm doing that it's it's how I want those people to be it's the outcome that I want from from that event and and just just seeing that so I think it's about planting seeds in your subconscious I think is is why it works um and also you know that's that's why it's you know what you think about comes about it's it's you know successful people don't dwell you know on the things that have gone wrong they pick the lessons out and they move forward and how have you managed to do that then so you've overcome adversity and you've overcome things and you're where you are today and you know great business and things like that how is how how has it really helped you in in to actually make stuff happen because a lot of people might be sitting there thinking well, it's very nice writing this stuff down and kind of you know it's like that concept of write yourself a check and the money will appear you know the kind of manifestation and things like that um but what is it that you've experienced that has like really made a difference for you uh what is it that i've experienced i th i think um it's just a relief that actually i can get out of my own head um you know, and, and with all the challenges that I've been through, you know, I've, I'm not always positive. Um, I like to think that I try to be. Um, but, you know, believe me, I I have had times where I think, you know, what is what is the point of all this? You know, where I've just been in streams of tears and, you know, I can't do this. And, you know, what is the point of life? And, you know, to actually just be able to acknowledge those and park them on paper so for me it was like well actually uh, uh, when I look back over how I was feeling I can see how far I've come but actually if if I hadn't have kept that it's it's not a visible change to me because I'm in it if that if that makes sense yeah absolutely and this is something that I work a lot with with clients you know they're encouraged to journaling or at least somehow to keep a record of things even if it, they haven't quite got into full journaling and things like that yet um, because so often people move the goalposts, you know, they say they, they want to achieve something and they actually do achieve it, but because they've moved the goalpost and yeah, they're heading towards the next one, they've forgotten and they haven't even noticed. And if there's no way of being able to stop and reflect and look back and go, God, do you know what, actually, I've come really far and not yeah. just always be future focused. So what's that kind of element that you've found the most useful then or find other people find it as well in journaling? Yeah. Um... I think, yeah, I, it's just something that I I fell into. So actually, you know, challenging questions to 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 my processes. Um, what what do I? Yeah, um, for me, it was. Yeah, I mean, I think it is just a a place where yeah, actually, this is a point in time. This is how I felt. This is how I want to feel. And then if I look back, even just, you know, at last month's entries, you know, the things that I was going through, um, you know, when we we're thinking about, you know, I'm going away for Christmas. Well, actually, no, I'm not because the Scottish government decided that I'm not allowed to go that way. Um, you know, and being able to put those those feelings and that frustration and, you know, well, what is 
the benefit then, um, which was a really hard one, actually, because I've not seen my parents for over a year. Um, yeah, well, the benefit is, you know, I've got a bit more time at home. Yeah, I'm, it's given me an extra two weeks to actually pack up my house because I'm moving in two weeks time. Um, it's, yeah, I, th I think it's taking away away the, the focus of um, victim syndrome, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And and when you were talking about that and you were saying, oh, you know, it can be really difficult sometimes to come up with a positive. It's this mm. when when you have got something that's asking specific questions that's making you think about things, it, it makes you do the stuff we call like reframing, which is looking at a, yes. a different light, a different perspective on it. Um, you know, one of the things in my journal that repeats every single day is five things you are positive about before you do any of the rest of it because it sets your your mind and it sets that frame Absolutely. of yeah. mind into positive so that you go well, actually maybe it's not all that bad now i can look at some of the bits that i'm not quite so happy with but but feel a bit better about them and be more future focused or solution focused yeah. but rather than going it's all terrible victim mode it's happening to me and i don't like it and you know one of the yeah. phrases i love which was key just then to what you were saying which is when you have a journal that's got the questions in that's guiding you and asking you yeah. You don't think of them yourself, which is quite nice. But also, when we design journals, we know that the, the brain is like Google, and whatever question you ask, it's going to go and give you the answer back. So yeah. if you're asking what we call unresourceful questions, like, why is it always happening to me? Why is it terrible? Why is this going on? I'm never going to get out of it. Why is yeah. it? <laughs> brain will give you all those answers, won't it? Yeah. Um, so when it when it's a well-designed journal with you know like your yours and mine and things that are designed with mindset in in mind and knowing this yeah. stuff it sets you up and guides you through that process yes and yeah you know, and i i've always said you know tell me why and how you can not why and how you can't you know because can't is going to keep you stuck so that's, Ooh, i like that one i might can't is going to keep you stuck yeah uh, yeah so, yeah, and my, my parents always used to say when I was a kid, yeah, I can't do this. I said, there's no such word as can't. Yeah, and that has stayed with me. Yeah, and so I cannot then. No, no, no such word. <laughs> you can if you want to. Um, and that's that's what I had when I was growing up. No such word as can't. Yeah, and that's a great thing to have when you're growing up. Anyone that did grow up with, well, you won't be able to do that, will you? Or that's a bit difficult, yeah. isn't it? Or aren't you lucky and all those kind of things. They've got to get out of that mindset. And, and this is another reason why journaling works really well, because it's the small incremental changes, isn't it? It's not it's not the big stuff. I mean, sometimes the big stuff does make a difference to people. But the stuff that really changes behavior and habit and mindset is the little drip, drip, drips, isn't it? The little yeah. bits. And this is where daily journaling, ideally, yeah. but it doesn't matter. You can do it every other day. You do it once a week if you really want. But consistent journaling. Yeah. Provides so the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. Yeah. And so in your experience, how often would you say is kind of a good a good practice to start really making a difference using journaling? Um, well, actually, I think the if you start with an intention to do you know, 15, 20 minutes every day as, as part of a, a, a routine, morning, lunchtime, evening, whenever, whenever you can, um, and, and maybe give yourself a challenge to actually, you know, I'm going to start this for and, and do a month's worth and see what difference it's going to make at the end of it. Um, it's uh, that is the biggest thing that people find is, you know, is and it's a resistance to doing it because I think it's it's 
they're a bit scared about what it's going to uncover. So then the, the, the barriers go up and I haven't got the time and all the excuses. And this is why I said, you know, tell me why you can, not why you can't. You know, it's you know, how can you make a little bit of you know 15 minutes and, you know, just shut yourself in a room or in the toilet if you have to. Or, you know, it's, um, you know, it's a, um, a horse environment. So, you know, go and lock yourself in the stable with a book. You know, it's or sit on the edge of the field, you know, um, you know, find the time because you won't regret it. You know, it's it, it's more about addressing the resistance to doing it. You know, why do you have resistance to doing this? You know, it's not you know, if you knew the benefits, you would find the time. Yeah, and that's like with everything, isn't it? You know, yeah. there'll always be a perfect excuse unless you really want to do it. So where's the motivation? And and how would you how would you suggest finding that motivation then? So because, you know, motivation comes from two areas. It comes from away from and towards. So things we don't want, yeah. we move away from. Things we do want, we move towards. Now, everyone is wired differently and we need a bit of both mm -hmm. sometimes. Some people need more of one than the other. So there's probably quite a lot of people that start journaling because they're towards motivated. They want something. They want change to happen. They want it. But what about the people that are currently in situations they don't like who are thinking, You've got to be kidding me. Seriously, you're telling me sitting down and writing something in a book for 15 minutes is actually going to make a difference in my life. Like, really? What's that all about? What kind of thing would you say to that that kind of thinking? Yeah, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> it's a bit like saying I don't like it because I've never had it before. <laughs> I had a I had a boyfriend once um, and a uh, long, long time ago. And I love cheese and always have. And the whole household as I grew up, you know, with, with you have cheese after dinner. And I love blue cheese especially. And I think it was at the beginning of our relationship, we come around for dinner and out comes a cheese board and um, it goes round. And it, he would not touch the blue cheese. And he says, I don't like it. And my dad said, well, why don't you like it? Have you ever had it before? And he said, no, but I don't like it. <laughs> Yes, we used, I, I, I used to have one just like that, actually. And we'd sit there going, well, try it. I don't like it. You don't know. You haven't tried it. What are you, what are you yeah. about? Yeah, no, very true. Very true. Yeah. So the brain often sets up these resistances because of fear, yes. um, of worry. So what are some of the fears and worries? You mentioned earlier that people get scared what they're going to uncover. And I think this is really common with mindfulness, with journaling, with anything that makes someone stop and actually go inwards because the fear of emotion in some people is really quite strong. Like they're, they're worried that, that this flood of something's going to come out that they're never going to stop. Um, and our job as coaches is to hold that space for them, whether that be in a session or by providing them with something like a journaling tool or other tools where they can yeah. take their time to do it. So um, what's been your experience of that resistance and how people have pushed through it or changed or even maybe even yourself, you know, that actually you're still alive and it's okay because a feeling never killed anyone. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I had massive resistance. You know, it's, I, you know, I, I started it and I would do a bit of it. Oh, this is ridiculous. Um, you know, I don't like how it makes me feel. And, but actually, I think at the beginning, if you do have that resistance, it's just a question of of pushing through. And that that's that's what I did. I thought, right, I'm going to make this a habit. I want to do this. I don't like how it's making me feel. I don't like having to feel pressured about doing it. But actually, when I look back, it was a bit sporadic in the first few months. But I did it. Um, it wasn't until I started trying to uh, you know, making a bit more time 
to to do this every day and then I look back at what I did originally and I think well actually I'm really glad I wrote that because I don't feel like that anymore but at the time you don't want to admit that or I didn't in, in my case I didn't want to admit that I was an emotional wreck and falling apart and I you know you know, my, my life was disintegrating it, it could have been so easy for me to have just you know given up and you know uh, this doesn't work and be a victim of life um but the the sporadic bits that I did do when I sat there and you know maybe two months or three months later I look back and I think I don't know why I don't do a bit more of that um so I think it's actually just proving to yourself that it's that it will work and you know everything that comes up it's better out than in, you know, there is, you know, don't keep it bottled up inside. So, you know, if you're feeling annoyed that something hasn't gone, gone, gone your way, you know, write it down. But then you can follow that on with, you know, well, what can I learn from this and how can I do it differently next time? You know, what does it mean to me? You know, why do I feel like this? Um, and, you know, these are all ways of, of, of getting over that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I did, you know, it took me a long time to actually bring this in as, you know, a, a daily thing that I do. Um, you know, and I, you know, I, I do it most days. Um, and it, it really depends how early I start in the morning, you know, what clients I've got. But I do it most days. I do it pretty much every day. Cool. And and I think that's so key. I always talk about the two two things. We talk about the emotional cup and then I call it the emotional champagne bottle because I'm just nothing more sense to me um, and the emotional cup is this cup that we've got that gets a bit full and when it's too full you can't put any more else in and it overflows and it, that's not good but uh, the analogy I like to use is the emotional champagne bottle which is that we've all got these champagne bottles going around and and they're filling up all the time but the problem with with them is when they get full and then we have to put a lid on them to stop it spilling over the top the the pressure that then yeah. comes trying to keep that lid on is actually emotionally more draining and uses more energy and that's where we end up with burnout and performance issues and stress and anxiety and all this stuff because actually all we needed to do was carefully take the cork off which is what journaling helps to do and pour some of the stuff out so we've still got this stuff going around because we're human but we're able to just tip it out every now and again sort it out no problem leave some space for the next bit and that journal to me sounds like pouring it out yes yeah absolutely and i think it also starts with you know, do, do you actually want to change because it doesn't matter how many tips and you know, suggestions that you get, how many tools that you've got. If you don't actually want to feel any different, to be any different, to change anything in your life, then it's never going to happen. Yeah, so true. And so many people are so resistant, actually, of, you know, better the devil you know. It's the boiling the frog syndrome, isn't it? That actually you can pop a, you can pop a frog in hot water and it will jump out because you're like, I'm not going in that, or it will try to at least. Whereas if you put a frog in cold water and then you slowly raise that temperature, it just gets used to that. And then when it gets a bit warm, it's like, well, I can't do anything about it now. And it just kills over. Apparently, mm. I don't know, I've never actually tried this, but it's a good analogy. No, you like that. <laughs> um, and I think so many people are worried that if, when they realise they're in hot water that they don't want to be in because they have got to change something and they're not prepared to do that. But if we look at my guys, um, who very much are interested in performance and you know sport and doing their best and being happy and successful and whatever that is in their riding which is you know a sport in that respect 
Um, how does journaling help with the kind of the more tangible goals and the, and the kind of things we want to achieve? Because we talked a lot about the emotional element, which is really important. Mm. How can we use journaling to actually help us achieve goals that we want, tangible things that we'd like, you know, and progress forward in life? Because clearly you've done that because you're where you are now from where you were. It must have somehow helped you. How yeah. have you done that I got clear, really clear on what my intentions were. I let go of how on earth I was going to do anything. You know, I was stacking shelves in Sainsbury's for heaven's sake. Um, you know, I let go of how I was going to get to there to doing what I do now. It's all like, you know, I, I had the intention and I got really clear about what it was that I actually wanted to do. So, you know, f you know your events and you know, the outcomes that you want from your writing, get really, really clear on what it is that, that you want the outcome to be. How do you want to feel about it? How do, how do you want to see what people are there? You know, what can you hear going on around you? So you get really, really clear on exactly what it is that you want and just leave it to the universe, you know. So man manifest it, but actually you've got to be able to see it, otherwise the universe doesn't actually know what it's going to give you. Um, and then let go of how because you need to follow follow your heart because you will be led to get to the point that you actually actually want. Yeah, you know? and it, it's like me with dumping all that stuff on that web page. Um, you know, I, I have no idea how I was going to get to you know be speaking to people, to be running events, you know, to to you know to be writing books and you know creating journals and and you know using photography and and all that kind of stuff. I had absolutely no idea. Is all I used to say was, if I could do this for a living, then that's what I would do. And I just wrote down my end results. Um, and the process that I go through at the end of every year about now um, is I review um, my year. So 2020 has been a bit tough for a lot of us. Um, and it could be really, really easy to focus on all of the negative shit that's been going on, basically. Um, so what I do is I look at all of the different elements in my life. So it's a bit like a, a wheel of life, you know, and what are, the, what are the key elements in my life? And I look at the lessons that I've learned and my takings and where have I grown um, throughout that year. And then I look in the same, same sections into where do I want that to go in the future? And just an overview, if you like, um, so that's that's generally what I do at the end of every year. Um, I have actually put something together to do that. Um, and I've also included um, for, for me. I mean, I did this mainly for me. And then it occurred to me that actually other people might like to do this as well. Um, you know, and set myself some challenging questions about around my mindset and where do I want and, and what frame of mind do I want to be going into 2021 in? You know, so that's. So that sounds awesome. How do people perhaps get hold of that or find that out from you? Or Because that sounds just a fabulous thing to be doing right now. Yeah. Um, so I've done a, um, uh, I, I put it together in a PDF. So it's, it's about 90 pages. I've tried to keep the, the colour quite light because obviously people are going to be printing it. Uh, I can share a link uh, to the landing page. So literally just, um, so, uh, it will just you know, put your details in there, click the button to pay. It's just $4.99. And then you can print it out as many times as you want. So you've got 90 pages of sort of letting go and bringing in um, for nice. those that, that want to do it. 
yeah yeah that sounds um, fantastic because you know one of the things i mean obviously everyone this year has had things that have stopped um things they can't do anymore and things like that and, and our certainly equine industry has been start stop start stop start stop because you know we've been allowed to go out then we haven't then we've been allowed to compete then we haven't then we've been allowed to train then we haven't then we can some people can now compete and others can't and it's all over the place and um so i think you know as a as a as horse riders we're very resilient anyway because we've got these animals that we might have this fabulous goal and then they turn around and go oh no i've come in on three legs now actually you can't do it you know so we're, we're quite resilient in that respect but what we're not very good at actually doing is stopping reflecting <laughs> re reviewing and things like that so it's kind of very future focused a lot of the time yeah so I think that as a tool is just fabulous. So we'll we'll share the link with people so that they can have a look at that review um, of the year. So is there anything else that you think we haven't really covered or you'd love to tell people about or that you're really passionate about in, in terms of you know this topic or anything that you, you particularly would love to cover? Um I think well I think we've covered covered quite a lot. Um yeah, it's just don't knock it till you've tried it, I think. And it's, yeah, you're never going to know unless you actually sit down and, and do a process. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah there, there are people out there that it doesn't work for, but I don't think there were that many. I think it's more around, you know, whether, whether you really want to see the benefits from it or not. Um, yeah, and all of the successful people, I think, ever do it. And I think, well, they can't be wrong. Well, exactly. That's kind of <laughs> success, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So um, I think we're going to do journaling January. I'm going to be encouraging everyone to just try it for January, see what they think, see what happens. Because after a month, they're going to probably start to notice notice something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we might have all these crazy months of doing different things. They can go vegan in January if they want to. They could journal if they want to. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Um, so thank you so much, Nikki. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on and, and for sharing this lovely thing that, you know, is talked about all the time, but kind of demystifying a little bit and talking about what it really is, which is basically just an opportunity for you to kind of go inwards and reflect a little bit each day to get much more positive outcomes, better mindset and just a better way of feeling and being really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And who wouldn't want that? Exactly. So if anyone wants to get hold of you or ask you any questions about anything, what's the best way that they can do that? Um, you can contact me at awesome at nickypiper.com. Um, visit my website, which is nickypiper.com. Um, yeah, or just find me on Facebook. Um, yeah. funnily enough, <laughs> nicky.piper. <laughs> That's always nice when it's that simple, people remember yeah. that. Cool, yeah. and it's Nikki is N I K I E, yeah, That's and Piper P I P E R, yeah, perfect. Um, so those listening in on the podcast as well, obviously, you you know how to spell that now to get a hold of Nikki in all those different ways. So thank you so much, Nikki. It's been an absolute joy having you on. Um, if anyone's got any questions, they can always drop you uh, a message or ask you anything. And yeah. uh, we look forward to some more potential collaborations and things throughout the year. Absolutely. Yes, look forward to it. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Yeah. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you want to listen to more of them, then please do follow us in Apple, in Google and on Podbean. Hack Your Mindset with Jenny is the name of this podcast. So please do subscribe, follow us and we look forward to you listening in to our next one. Bye, everyone. Who got this? You got this? You know you're going to rock this? Who got this?
got the